Welcome to the Bruce Siski Show. Follow the Bruce Siski Show on Twitter to interact anytime. Got something on your mind? You can text Bruce during the show by using the short code 84454. You're listening to the Bruce Siski Show on 610 and FM 103.9 KDAL. Good to have you along on a Thursday, 8th of February, 2024. It is 1012. On KDAL, we are brought to you by Sanju, Sanju Polaris, Sanju.com, where the cars are. We thank them, as always, and thank you as well for tuning in on this Thursday. Some rain on the way, heavier here for the Twin Ports in the next little bit, so be on the lookout for that. Before we get to our scheduled conversations, which will be with Minnesota Wilderness coach Colton St. Clair here in a little bit, and then later on with UMV men's basketball senior Jack Middleton, some breaking news to report, and that is that USA Hockey has named Minnesota Wild President of Hockey Operations General Manager Bill Guerin the GM for Team USA's 2026 Olympic and 2025 Four Nations Faceoff teams. Uh, NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman announced last week at All-Star Weekend that the NHL is returning to Olympic competition in 2026 and 2030 after an agreement was reached with the IIHF, IOC, and NHL Players Association. It'll be the first Olympic appearance for NHL teams since Sochi in 2014. They didn't do a deal for 2018 in Pyeongchang, and the league withdrew from the 2022 Beijing Olympics over COVID-19 concerns after initially agreeing to partake. Uh, That was when they played the shortened season with the weird divisions in the NHL, and too many games simply were getting postponed. They needed the the two-week break of the Olympics. They needed those two weeks to actually play NHL games, and Therefore, they sent a lot of amateurs, including ex-Bulldog captain Noah Cates, got a chance to play in the Olympics in 2022. Uh, next year's Four Nations face-off, which will include the United States, Canada, Sweden, and Finland, will be the first best-on-best international tournament in hockey since the 2016 World Cup. Wow, been that long. So uh, Garen gets an opportunity here to be the uh, GM for Team USA. He played for Team USA three times in the Olympics. Nagano in 1998, Salt Lake City in uh, 2002, and Torino in 2006 won a silver medal in 2002. So, hey, congrats to Bill Garen. That's a tremendous opportunity for him. A guy that, you, know, you talk about somebody who's been a big part of, of USA Hockey for a really long time in various roles. Billy Garen has certainly done that. And he's going to have quite the opportunity here to build a really good team for the Four Nations face-off next February as well as the Olympics the February after that because the USA talent pool right now is about as deep as it's ever been. And there's a lot of people right now that believe the United States will be favored in both those tournaments. Yes, you heard that correctly. And it's all about depth, it's about goaltending, and it, just the amount of bodies that they've got to pick from. Canada might have the high end, but the U.S. has more depth. We'll see how that all plays out here. It'd be fun to have best-on-best best international hockey back. There's no doubt about that. It's uh, it's something we've missed in this sport now for almost a decade, as it turns out, and it's way too long. Uh, UND men's basketball senior Jack Middleton coming up in a little bit. Bulldogs celebrate senior day at Romano Gym. 
on Saturday against the University of Sioux Falls. Doubleheader starts with the women's game at 3.30. But first, Minnesota Wilderness off a bye last week. North American Hockey League top prospect showcase has wrapped up in Pittsburgh. They return to action tomorrow at Northwoods Credit Union Arena. I caught up this morning with the head coach, Colton St. Clair. Off a bye week, now back from Pittsburgh. How was Pittsburgh? Uh, Pittsburgh was really good. Um, you know, it was, it was fun. You know, good opportunity. It was, it was neat to be able to coach you know, the other players that you're you're coaching against in our division and kind of get to know them a little bit. Um, and, yet, you know, for me, being first year in the league, good opportunity to, to talk to some of the other coaches and get to know them a little bit better. Um, and then, obviously, for our guys, you know, they did really well there. Um, you know, I know the first game we lost 4-3, to three, but the Wilderness had all three of our goals. And it was just really... You know, proud moment to see our guys have some success there. How important is this in this event in terms of of you know not just getting these guys seen? I know that it's a big part of this, but also maybe getting these guys a shot of confidence because things certainly weren't going all that great going into your bye week. I, for sure, it was kind of one of the things. I mean, I didn't mean it in a in a bad way, but I go, hey, you know, last four games you guys don't want to score anything really. Now you're going to get to here and you're all going to score in one game. But it was uh, it was just something I do think you're right on that. It's obviously important um, for a lot of these colleges too that can't always make it um, to certain locations or certain spots and have everybody in one. Um, it's a great opportunity for our guys. And, you know, I think when they're playing well and they're getting talked to by colleges, there obviously is a, you know, individual sense of confidence that builds within yourself. So it was, it was good. Talking to Minnesota Wilderness coach Colton St. Clair, how, you know, in all seriousness, when you have a run like you did going into your bye, and you've seen this in your playing career, I'm sure. I, I know I've seen it over my years covering the sport. Sometimes you, you, you get that week away, and it's an important mental reset. How, you know, how how pivotal could this be for your group as you come back here this weekend? It's very important. I mean, you look at before, you know, I think the last two months, and it's no excuse. You know, we've had quite a few injuries. You know, we've got a top pair of defensemen out, or two of them actually, and, you know, leading scorer right now out. And, you know, for for me, it's our best weeks of practice have been last week and, and this week. And our guys know, too, I think there is a little bit of um, hopefully I don't get traded because we do want to be here. And guys, you know, gripping the sticks a little bit too tight and and kind of on pins and needles, not knowing what's going to happen. And, you know, we had to make decent amount of moves, but not too many to where it messes up the locker room. But it is. It's a huge reset. And, you know, not only that, but you're you're – essentially teaching and helping your guys through attacking adversity. You know, you get to this part of the year and it's playoff hockey. Well, if, you know, a team hasn't really had to go through much adversity and they get into playoffs, you know, time might be too late there. And for us, you know, we're just trying to attack it and and learn from it and get better every day. As you guys look ahead here, 18 games to go in the regular season. You mentioned the trade deadline has come and gone now in the North American League. You know, how excited are you at the opportunity that lies ahead of you? Because every goal you've got is still right in front of you as you head down the stretch here. Absolutely. It's uh, very exciting. You know, it, it's a sense of relief for our staff here, and I'm sure the players, again, you know, we're, this is the team that we're going to be going for it with. And I think that kind of dials in the focus, um, you know, for the day-to-day journey and the day-to-day process. And we got some pieces that we were missing, added some depth, and, 
and you know some more veteran players that have done it before. So it's you know for me very very excited and, and ready to attack the most exciting part of every season. Yeah, the stretch run certainly is that as we uh, we get we get down here. Like you said, now it's playoff hockey basically every time that you guys get on the ice. Uh, Gustav Solzlins is uh, moving on after this year to play Division One hockey at RPI in Troy, New York. What kind of uh, player are the engineers getting out in Troy? Well, one, they're getting an unbelievable human being and an unbelievable uh, leader. Um, you know, I think he's one of the best natural leaders I've I've been around. And, you know, you're getting a kid that's he hasn't even really tapped into his potential yet. He's just somebody that's going to keep getting better every single every single day and every time he plays in a game and straps the skates on. And, you know, for me, it's just, um, you know, he's a good power play guy. He's a good guy that you can put out on the ice and penalty kills in every key situation. And, you know, they're they're getting a high-end player, that's for sure. You know, what what makes him such a good leader? And, and, and he's the captain of your group. You've, I'm sure you've got an answer to this. Yeah, I think, um, you know, one, he's – He's true to who he is. You know, he's never – I think that makes the best leaders are, are guys that don't change just because they are wearing a letter. I think they have to overcompensate and do other things. Um, you know, I think for me, you know, when you're looking into this year, there's times as a head coach where you're pretty fired up and you're pretty intense. And some guys in the room don't necessarily respond all the time to that. But he's got a very calm – soft-spoken demeanor to where you know he gives the guys confidence and and when he doesn't feel the pressure obviously being our leader that that wears off on on the rest of the guys it feels like sometimes you get these you get leadership groups that are a, a real mixture of of all sorts of different personalities that can all be very important you mentioned more of a quiet leader do you have more of a, a more boisterous personality amongst your veterans that have maybe that's maybe it's kind of taken over in that regard in the locker room um, you know, I mean, uh, I would probably say, you know, you look at Danny Ostapovich, um, he's probably the most vocal and high energy one, I would say. And, you know, all the other guys, like, I think when you look at Bo Janzig, um, you know, he's somebody that when he does speak, it's very powerful. And, you know, he's more of a lead by example on the ice. Um, when he's got to ramp up the intensity, he just does it. And but I would say probably Stopovich. You know, you get um, Johnson and Cesario who are about the same. You know, they'll still say things a little bit, but yeah, I'll, I would say Stopovich is probably the most vocal in my opinion, and because Mork always quiet. Um, and I would say actually Erickson is probably the next next vocal guy or goalie. Uh, Minnesota Wilderness Col- uh, head coach Colton St. Clair, our guest. Uh, you've played this game for a long time. You know, we've seen now the last couple of years, the, the the guy that runs the Wild, Billy Guerin, has made trades specifically to add personality to his locker room. Last year it was Ryan Reeves. This year it was Patrick Maroon from, from the Lightning. He was won three Stanley Cups. How important is that over the course of a long season, which this can be? You guys play 60 games. You see a lot of familiar opponents. You guys are around each other a lot. How important is that personality to keep things light every once in a while? It's it's really important. Um, you know, I think, you know, we got a couple of new guys. And, you know, Nick Blood, he's, you know, fitting in really well already with the team. Hasn't played a game yet, obviously, but – you know, the guys seem to really like him and, and glue to him a little bit. Um, but you're right, there's certain things that 
you need at a certain point at the deadline. And, you know, for me, it was the the room is very good here. Our locker room is very good. There's a lot of, a lot of good character human beings and guys that really want to do the job. Um, and so for me, it was obviously there. You're trying to get the right pieces to the puzzle. You know, guys that are going to go in and still be good human beings and, and not mess up the locker room. And also at the same time, you got to look at the pieces that you need for your overall team play. You know, what are, are we missing more of a goal scorer? Do we need a more physical guy for the bottom end? And those are the things you kind of start looking at in that situation. You guys got Rem Morkway back here, and he scored his first of the season before the bye on January 27th against Chippewa. He's played for the Wilderness before. He's had some time in the USHL as well, heading Air Force Academy out of Grand Rapids. What's it meant to have him back? I mean, it's huge. I, I coached Rennie last year in, in Sioux City. Um, he's a little day-to-day, more week-to-week right now. Um, but after last time we played, so he's a little banged up. But for him, you know, he's a guy that, you know, you talk about having a good presence on the ice and in the room. Um, you know, he doesn't say a word as far as complaining or anything like that, and he just goes to work. And, and he's got experience at the high-end junior levels. You know, he's got North American League experience, USHL experience, and to have a guy like that come back is obviously big for the back end. Uh, a couple more here from Minnesota Wilderness coach Colton St. Clair. Kenai River this weekend at home. Uh, your thoughts, maybe a couple of keys on this matchup with the Brown Bears this weekend? Well, I mean, for us, it's it's obviously going to be the first game with our, our full team. Well, we got a couple guys that won't be in just due to injury, but pretty close to the full team. Um, so getting that first game under our belt is going to be key. And, you know, obviously with making this push and they were – essentially a team that was selling a little bit you know they're building up for the future here and you know to me though that makes a team dangerous because they have nothing to lose right you can get into the situation where a team like us is trying to make a, a good push for it and it adds a little sense of pressure but for them they don't have any of that pressure and, and like you see you know they can kind of play loose a little bit and that goes one of two ways so for us we just got to got to stay on it stay focused and get everybody on the same page and be connected towards one common goal and of course, as you know, in this league, nothing's easy, and, and that I'm sure has been well impressed on your group this week. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, just being gone in, in Pittsburgh, just got back yesterday. Um, you know, Coach Patosha did a great job with the guys, and you know, got nothing but great remarks um, from him this week. But that's that's going to be the big time message, you know, because you do you play some teams that are in the hunt and then you play some teams that are out of it. And to me, it doesn't matter. I think at this time of the year and for us and what we're trying to build is just the worry and, and about ourself and our game, not looking at who you're playing, you know, what you're up against, but just making sure that we're the best version of us. 7-15 games tomorrow and Saturday at Northwoods Credit Union Arena in Cloquet as the Wilderness take on the Kenai River Brown Bears. Wilderness sitting fourth right now in the Midwest Division. It's not like it's up. Uh, it's not up for grabs. It's a heck of a horse race, and if they can get hot here these final 18 games of the regular season, they certainly still have a chance to finish uh, much higher up in the division than they are right now. But they are in a playoff position, as it were, in that Midwest Division. Uh, while mentioned uh, Bill Guerin getting the USA Hockey job for the Four Nations face-off, as well as the Olympics in 2026. Also, should note. Even though we don't apologize for wins, we kind of had to come close on this one as the Wild struggled 
to a 2-1 win in Chicago last night. Uh, John Hines afterwards uh, talked about too many passengers up front and you don't follow hockey. Basically, it's a guy they're along for the ride. They're not doing their part. Uh they're not playing, you know, the way that they're supposed to play. They're kind of riding the coattails as it were, passengers. And uh, the Wild had a few of those up front last night. He wasn't happy. I can't imagine that uh, the the film session is going to go all that well today. Wild take on the Penguins tomorrow. Coverage at six forty five for Mark Andre Fleury night over on AM seven ten. Tough loss to the Badger men's basketball team last night. They lose to last place Michigan seventy two sixty eight in Ann Arbor. Badgers have lost three in a row. You know, maybe they could use a, a bit of a reset, right? Yeah, they're right back at it Saturday at Rutgers. No time for a reset as they. Uh, get a very difficult opponent Rutgers a tough team and a building the old rack in uh, Piscataway New Jersey notoriously difficult on visiting teams Rutgers has picked off a lot of ranked opponents in their home gym over the years 1028 UMD men's basketball senior Jack Middleton coming up on the Bruce Siski Show. This is the Golden Gopher Daily Update I'm Mike Grimm we'll talk Minnesota basketball after this We are professionals. We are family and friends. We are volunteers. We are community partners. We are a team dedicated to helping you succeed. We help protect and serve America's businesses. When you need us, we're here to help. At Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it's our business to protect yours. Rated A-plus superior by AM Best Company. The Golden Gopher women's basketball team entertains fifth-ranked Ohio State tonight at Williams Arena at 8 o'clock. The Buckeyes are 19-3 on the season, while Minnesota's 14-8 and and hoping to stop a four-game skid. Junior center Sophie Hart says the team's focused on getting back to winning. Mentally, I feel like our team's sticking together really well. I feel like sometimes you can see teams pull each other apart, but we're doing really well in that sense, and I feel like we're getting better each game. So, very positive outlook with our team right now. Yeah, what do you think? is a key to that to you guys keeping together in terms of the the close-knit nature of it i just think that you know we have really great people on this team you know you always kind of hear about some of those horror stories from others and i just feel so fortunate that you know these teammates are just great everyone loves each other and wants to support each other i mean we're kind of one big family you hear that a lot but i mean it's truly us how much do you also now as a group um either think about in your own mind or maybe discuss as a group the idea that everyone's maybe got to uh, take another step in the absence of uh, of Mara and, and just also as the competition level continues to, uh, to grow. Yeah, I think we all kind of mentally know that we have to kind of be a little bit more of us, but I think we're really big on right now of being ourselves. You know, we're taking that step up, but we're not trying to do anything that's outside of our comfort zone, which is really key for us. That's Gopher Sophie Hart, and that's the Golden Gopher Daily Update. I'm Mike Graham. Your Twin Ports home for Gopher football. Zone touchdown. Golden Gophers. 80 a.m. That rain moving through as we said it would. I like it when I can read a radar and get it right. It doesn't happen all that often, I know. Anyway, on and off rain as the day goes on. So glad you could join us. And our thanks again to Sanju. Sanju Polaris. Sanju.com where the cars are. We return. Bulldog basketball team set to celebrate Senior Day at Romano Gym on Saturday versus Sioux Falls. And we'll be joined by Bulldog men's basketball senior Jack Middleton. He's up after a CBS News update, 1035. Bruce Siski Show on KDAL. The Bruce Siski Show. Okay, well, I've only ever 
played catcher. Scott, you're not a catcher anymore. If you were, our call wouldn't have been the only one you got when your contract expired. Yeah, hey, listen, no, I I appreciate it. You're welcome. But the thing, the thing is, is uh, you don't know how to play first base. Scott? That's right. It's not that hard, Scott. Tell him, Wash. It's incredibly hard. Hey, anything we're doing is... On 610 and FM 103.9 ADAL. 1041, I'm off tomorrow. I'm best stuff for you. Back Monday, Pat Micheletti will talk some hockey with him, NHL and college, as we get down the stretch of the college hockey season. And also, UMV Athletic Director Forrest Carr in studio. His monthly chat with us will be on Monday at about 1035. He's in the second Monday of every month. Senior Day Saturday for the Bulldog basketball teams at Romano Gym versus Sioux Falls. We're joined now by UMV men's basketball senior Jack Middleton. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me, Bruce. Uh, thanks for doing this, sir. How you doing? I'm doing well. Excellent, excellent. Uh, before we get to, to Saturday and this weekend, some big games for you guys at home. Only three home games left in the regular season for, for Bulldog fans to watch these basketball teams in person. But uh, I've been asking a lot of athletes this this year, so I'll start this with you, or start you with this. What is the first memory you've got with a basketball in your hands? <laughs> um, I would say probably when I was about four or five, uh, we had a little tight hoop in, in one of our rooms in our house, and my dad would always let me stay up uh, like 10 minutes later if I, if I could make a free throw on the hoop. So I always remember <laughs> that memory being the first one. <laughs> That's pretty good. How often did you make yeah. the free throw? <laughs> I, like to, I don't really remember that much, but I, I like to think I made it more often than not. I think I think that's one way. I I, I mean I've seen uh, at hockey practices. Coaches will sometimes tell their guys, yeah, if your uh, if your captain can make a full ice shot, then you don't have to do this last drill of practice or something like that. I, I suppose this is the opposite, where you know you you want to be good at making free throws so you can play basketball longer. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, this season so far for you guys, I know you know some maybe midpoint ups and downs for your group, but it, it feels like you guys are starting to dial this thing in where you want it to be as you get down the stretch of the regular season. How do you feel about where your group is sitting here uh, going in the last few games of the season at eighteen and five, winners of six straight? Yeah, I think we're in a great spot. Um, you know, yeah, there was a little adversity there uh, here and there in the middle of the season, but um, honestly, I think that's that was good for us um you know playing in those close games and um getting some losses you know kind of humbled us a little bit and you know we really I think at this point in the season we really understand what we have to do and just take one game one game at a time and um yeah just leave it all out there with what we got left we're talking to Bulldog men's basketball senior Jack Middleton I go back to the to the Moorhead game and I talked to your head coach Justin Wick I think the week after the Moorhead game uh which was on January 19th and you guys have not lost since uh you know that night, it, it, he I, it sounded from if I remember from talking to him like he felt like you guys might have left some points out there, uh, some some open looks that you just couldn't knock down. As you look back here, you know, and that's the that's the last time you guys lost. What what has changed here over these last six games that's allowed you to find some more consistent success? Yeah, I think, uh, and coach always talks about this with us. I think what's what's changed is. Um, he calls it, we, we haven't been flinching. So, you know, when other teams are going to make a run, especially late in the season, you know, everyone's going to give you your best shot. Um, but I think, you know, we, we're, just, we're just not flinching when teams are giving us, you know, those runs and just, you know, stay in the course. Um, 
and trusting in each other. Um, and I think that that confidence in each other is what has allowed us to, you know, get that consistency going forward. How special was the atmosphere in Romano last Tuesday, January 30th, for those games against Minnesota State? Yeah, that was electric. I mean, out of all the games I've played at Romano, I think that was probably the best atmosphere. Um, you know, and that's, yeah, the best I've seen it. I'm assuming that the girls' regional, uh, we didn't get to be there. <laughs> I mean that was probably a little little more electric, but I would say it was pretty close to that. It was there was times where you know we couldn't hear anything on the court, so it, it was pretty fun. Uh, you guys got to watch that regional game, didn't you? If, if I remember right, there, I, I saw a video posted somewhere a bunch of you guys watching that on TV, where, wherever you guys were for your regional. Yeah, it was that was nuts. We were watching it on yeah, we had it up on the TV at the hotel we were staying at in, in Missouri, and. Yeah, we we couldn't believe our eyes what was happening. <laughs> it was crazy. That that was uh watching that play out was was absolutely nuts. Jack, you you're a 41% three-point shooter this year. Uh but you've only taken 99 threes. I I know from talking to your head coach that you you and Drew both are are you're working to try to find the right shot that your shot is not always the right shot. How comfortable do you feel on that long-range jumper? It feels like it's been a forte of yours over your time here. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of always been my thing growing up. Um, you know, I've always prided myself in being a good shooter. So, um, yeah, and I think what comes with that is, you know, choosing the right ones and not just taking any any shot that comes your way. So I think, um, yeah, just having that experience as being that my whole life and also, um, you know, taking the right shots has been, has been huge for that. How locked in are you guys defensively? I know that was you know in the regionals last year. This this kind of had a reputation of being a run and gun type of team that that was comfortable playing games in the eighties and nineties. And here you are in the regional. Your games didn't. I don't think anyone got out of the sixties. And here you know, you guys you did not look uncomfortable at all. If anything, you looked more comfortable. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's that's what everyone always says. Defense wins championships, and and that's super true. Um, yeah, especially in the postseason. You know, you're going to be playing games in the 60s. Um, but, yeah, I think we've really um, taken pride in that as one of the best best defensive teams in the NSIC this year. So I think, um, yeah, we, we just really enjoy, you know, and take pride in, in locking up the other team. Um, I think, honestly, that's sometimes more fun than, than going on a big run scoring. You and Drew Blair and Charlie Katona and Austin Andrews and Joshua Brown have started every game. Hang on, I'm knocking some wood. All right, there we go. And but, but the the thing is, you five have played together now for a really long time. What has this been like building the chemistry that you five have playing together at UMD? Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty special. There's not not a lot of places um, or a lot of schools you know have had had a group like this. Um, so I think, yeah, having that experience, we've played so many games together that, you know, there's a, a deep trust, um, you know, and I think, you know, we, we all know kind of what, what everyone else is going to do. Like, there's nothing, nothing, nothing surprises us at this point because we've kind of seen it all. So, you know, we're, we're a really close group, um, and I think that's really helped us have success. How much has that helped you guys at the defensive end? You mentioned trust and, and, and knowing where each other is going to be. It feels like, you, yes, those, those are important traits at the offensive end, but it's also important on defense that you guys know. You, you, you understand your responsibility. You understand your teammates' responsibilities in, in a given play, and it, it seems like you guys know each other extremely well at that end as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think 
Yeah, we've got some great defenders. Charlie Katona is an elite defender. Joshua Brown also an elite defender. So I think, um, you know, for example, you know, when those guys are guarding the ball, I know that I'm trusting them to, you know, guard the ball. I don't really need to be in help side as much because those guys are such great defenders. But, you know, I think we all know our strengths and weaknesses on defense. So, yeah, I think we we know where to be and when, when to be there. Sioux Falls and the Southwest Minnesota State first up this weekend uh, tomorrow night at Romano. I, I know you guys are focused and honed in on the Mustangs, but these are both big games. Your thoughts on, on these matchups here this weekend? Yeah, I mean, both tough opponents, obviously. Um, or SMSU, is, they're really solid defensively. They always play super physical. Um, same with Sioux Falls. So um, we know it's gonna it's a huge game, and it's especially it's a huge game for them, too. Um, so... You know, we're, we're super excited to play them at home finally. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a tough tough matchup, but um, I like where we're at. What does it mean here now at senior day? This, it's winding down for you. Your, your five-year run as a Bulldog will come to an end after this season. What will senior day mean for you and your family? Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's weird because it's kind of you're kind of closing a chapter. Um, you know, I've played basketball my whole life, so um, – you know, it hasn't really set in yet that I'm going to be done after this year, but, um, you know, it's, it's really meant a lot, you know, all my experience at, at UMD and high school and just playing basketball my whole life. Um, you know, it's always going to hold a special place in my heart. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's huge. I mean, I'm, I'm really going to miss it. What are your plans after UMD? Um, I, I accepted a job down in, down in the city, so probably move back down there um, this summer. There you go. Jack Middleton, senior graduate on the Bulldog men's basketball team. Hey, good luck this weekend. Enjoy the experience of senior day, and I'm hoping, I hope I'm following this team for a long way into March. <laughs> yes, sir. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you, man. Jack Middleton, senior Bulldog men's basketball team. Bulldogs wrap, uh, wrap up the home schedule here soon, but they got senior day Saturday. Get out support Bulldog basketball this weekend. Southwest tomorrow, Sioux Falls on Saturday. At Romano Gym. 10.50, we'll wrap it up in a moment. Bruce Siski Show, Thursday morning edition on KDAL. KDAL. Listening to the latest news and weather on his computer. Streaming live on TuneIn. 10.59 as the rain continues outside. I'll be off tomorrow. Get you a best of with Dave. We appreciate Dave always helping out with those. 10 to 11 tomorrow for the Friday edition. Back on Monday. Be a busy week next week. We get doubleheaders next week into Bulldog Hockey, which means lots of prep time for that. We'll start Monday with Pat Micheletti, as well as UMB Athletic Director Forrest Carr in studio at about 10.35. Brad's up next to sound off. Everyone have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Thank you for listening, everyone. This has been the Bruce Siski Show. Hit us up on Twitter at Bruce Siski Show and let us know what you think. No, yes, no, well, no, I, I crossed my mind. Visit KDAL610.com to podcast today's show anytime. What'd you say? Listen to shows on demand and download for free. You can also subscribe via Spotify or your favorite podcast app. This has been the Bruce Siski Show. CBS News is up next. For more than 80 years, KDAL 103.9, W28FBFF, and 610 KDAL, Delusive Period, a Midwest communication station. KDAL.